Welcome to the Digital Marketing Insights Podcast, brought to you by Brightside Digital. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm delighted to say we have Lysandra here today, who's a public relations and marketing specialist. Lysandra, how are you doing? I'm good, Tom. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Lysandra, can we start off the show by you telling our audience a little bit about yourself and your career to date, please? Yes. So I am a Brazilian girl. Uh, I studied public relations and I started working with marketing like very early in my studies. I used to work with bank in Brazil um, when I was like 19 and decided to go to study communications. I always knew I wanted to study communications because I talk too much. <laughs> and then decided to study public relations because I used to work with events when I was like very young and I used to love it. But then life changes a lot and I ended up working with a politician that he was partner of a marketing agency. And he put me there. I was in my first year of uh, of college, and I've learned like everything I knew, like everything I know now about marketing and digital marketing there. And it was just the beginning for Brazil on politic politicians getting votes from ads and stuff on internet. So that was like the biggest thing happening, and I got to experience everything that was happening. And because of this experience of learning with the with the agency about digital marketing when it was just growing and in the uh, politician area, I ended up working with a mayor for two years just before I come to Ireland. So then after that, after I worked with this mayor for two years, I actually realized that Public relations and digital marketers have have everything to do. You know, when you when you're working with um, the image of the company in the internet, it's very good to have this this knowledge that the public relations have about how to behave, how to show yourself, how to translate uh, the identity of your brand to the internet. And I just came here and started studying English in Ireland and decided to do um, honors uh, honors course in international marketing. And then now I'm working with New Igoi. Um, and yeah, that's basically kind of it, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. And in terms of your strengths in digital now, what do you see as your main strength in what you do? I would say my main strength is to be able to really understand the identity of a company and bring this, translate this to the digital world. Because there's not a, a specific way that you have to talk in the internet. There's like many ways you can like bring uh, information that you can uh, translate yourself on the internet. Uh, so that's I think that's my main strength is to be able to have this vision, this uh, complete vision of what this company is uh, and what they want to bring to their customers and help them to translate this 
in something that works for internet, for social media, for websites and everything else. Fantastic. So you're kind of coming from a branding point of view. You're quite good at identifying the, the company branding tone and strategy from there on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And in terms of your biggest successes to date, what's a really good campaign or, or work that you've done to kind of identify that? I think like my my biggest success was the was the mayor campaign when I was in Brazil. So it was everything was really new. So everyone was like trying to figure out exactly how to do it. Uh, this mayor is the mayor of. Uh, like a smaller city city just beside my city. I'm from Sao Paulo. And Sao Paulo is like huge. We have 13 million people living there. And this smaller city happens to be almost as big as. And we got him to, to be elected. And then after that, we came from like a social media person that was not, he was not a politician at all before this. So he, he had like no public image at all. And then we brought him from like a non-existing uh, Facebook platform. That was the biggest thing by then uh, to over 70,000 people following. Uh, and then just went growing and growing like over two years. We did a lot for his image and making him actually like appear in the internet as a super modern politician for the city that's incredible so so you, he he grew to 70,000 followers on on which particular platform uh facebook okay and it, what kind of campaigns do you think or content that he was particularly doing that made that public speaker so popular or engaging out there it was a lot of uh video like live content we had like those live sessions where he talked with the public uh, and it was like a lot of prep to make him like feel confident enough because the talking in the internet is just really tough. You're not actually looking at the person so they, they're going to act the way they want to act, you know, there's no, no filter there. And, but I, I feel like that was what grew his platform so fast, you know was being being there putting her his face there showing up all the time in a in and it was an age that like for internet no one would be showing themselves so much like the stories was just starting and in on instagram so people were not used to just go and make videos about them all the time in their daily life or just like go live and talk with people even more politicians so i think that was the that was what helped the most. That's really interesting. So it, I, I can imagine it'd be quite hard to market for someone, you know, in a political uh, space. And obviously a mayor is someone that has quite a big influence in, in a city. So was there policies that you had to, to work with? How, how did you market that side of things? Yeah, everything had to be approved by like a table of people so i think that was like my main difficulty to get things approved was like so many people involved on any campaign that we wanted to do uh and of course we had to like have 
filters for like specific things couldn't be said or people like even like if someone was asking a question with a certain tone we had to filter those kind of things it was like um it was like just always being always paying attention in what's happening in the internet like i couldn't turn off for a minute so my phone would be every time like be always receiving messages and stuff and i would I would have to actually look at them because to make sure that I could see what was ha happening in the city and fill fill up the the mayor with the information and then like protocol wise I was kind of free because it was just me I was the only social media working for him they had like social media working for the city hall and I was the only one for him and we had like this relationship where we were, would work together, help each other, but we had to work separately. I couldn't use like the designers of the the city hall to do stuff for the mayor because like technically I was working just for him. I was hired just to work for him, uh, which was good because I got to learn so much about design because I had to do this stuff myself. So I... I would learn from the designers there, but I couldn't like actually get them to do this stuff for me. And so, but I had like some freedom, you know. And looking at yourself, is there any particular areas you're working on to try and upskill and, and learn more about in your space? Uh, yeah. So I, I fell in love with like I was, I've always been involved with art since I was a little kid, but never thought this could be something to bring like uh, to a professional side you know and then once i started working working with marketing and i ended up in a particular field which is like now i'm educational but educational politics government they are kind of similar in a way so i thought i would never be able to change this but i started studying about digital art and the field of gaming and how much this is growing in marketing and in uh, social media. And I, I'm heading to this side now. I'm trying to obscure a little bit about uh, design and uh, digital art in general so I can actually move towards this area, you know. Back to your kind of your branding work and maybe touching on some of your previous work in the bank or... or that uh, mayor campaign you're working on is there any softwares you fall back on for either analytics reporting side of things or or anything that enhances your role yeah honestly hootsuite is being with me like forever i remember using hootsuite since my first job in marketing and since now i still think is the platform that is more complete it has everything you have your analytics, you have your uh, your programming, you have calendar, you have everything in one platform. So it's, I think that if you like, if you don't have too much budget, you have to choose one software, Hootsuite is, is the one, you know, that helps to do every, basically everything you need. And like, there is a little bit of you being organized yourself to make sure you can, you have a workflow that helps you to like create content in a daily basis basis and not, not get overwhelmed with the amount of things you have to do 
but Hootsuit can really help a lot because you have the, the, the visual of um, of like every each platform in how how with lots the specifics of each of them that you have to achieve for your content to succeed. Brilliant. And is there any other is there any other softwares or work that you use that you always refer to? Yeah, I use a lot of Canva now as well um, for like uh, for design. Uh, and I've I've been working with a little bit with uh, Campaign Monitor. It's something new for me now, but I thought it's, it's a really it's a really easy to learn platform. You know, like you can find everything super fast there. Um, so yeah, I think those two are the the newest platforms for me that I've been working the most. Fantastic. And looking at the digital industry as a whole, is there anything that really excites you that might be coming in the future? Yeah, I think like I'm really. I think we are walking walking towards the video life, you know, like no one no one reads anymore, no one like paying much attention in pictures anymore. It's just video content is taking over the whole internet, and I'm very curious about how this is going to turn uh, for companies that don't have don't have the the service that they can see themselves on being like. Um, on being like on TikTok or Reels, creating those fast videos and funny videos, and how they're gonna adapt to that? Because I feel like there is still a little bit of a reason in certain areas, areas to actually uh, release, you know, the tension when they when it comes to content and be a little bit more fun and be a little bit more entertaining. Understand the difference between. Uh, selling content that sells and content that uh, make your audience to be faithful to you, to be always following you. And I think that's, that's the mo mo what excites me the more is that the internet now, because of these changes, these videos, it's like molding how, people, how the company has to react. It's not even more, not anymore company creating content that they think is good is that people saying what they want and the company has to adapt to, to like actually achieve those expectations you know do you find yourself spending more time on tiktok and instagram and things like that have you noticed your habits or what they're trying to do there oh yeah definitely like i i i, th I even think i spend too much time in reels now i don't i'm not as much like addicted to TikTok the way I am to Reels now. I think just because I was always so used to Instagram, so because of my generation, I didn't get to like really experience TikTok as much. Like I don't spend as, as much time there, but Reels, definitely. I just spend like so much hours looking and scrolling and saving so much stuff as well. It's like, it's like my brain is always speaking trends and stuff that can be used in the future and I'm like even if in my own platforms I'm always looking at trending and sending to myself so I make sure that I can use this in the future. That's really interesting so really I think you're, you're making the point as well that the likes of Reels and, and TikTok those kind of short snippet videos are, are the most engaging on, on social media and need to be focused on a lot more. 
from a business point of view. Yes, definitely. I think that's where the attention is and the, that's where all the platforms are moving towards. And also like after Instagram released uh, the news that they, they want to become now a company focused on video and they want people to create video content. We already know they're gonna prioritize video content and if you don't do it, it's just you you know you're gonna be outdated, you know. So I think that that's where we, we are moving for and it's it's really exciting because there's so much uh, so much that can be done, you know. That's, it feels like every like everything is being done, but it's it's not. There's so many possibilities when it comes to video content. Even if you have like like if you're a photographer, for example, there's so much you can show in video from your process. So you go from showing just that specific like final product to all the process to get there, and then bringing out your uh, specialities and all the knowledge you have to do to get the, that result and this is only possible if you have video content it's, it's not it's not gonna have the same effect if you write a big text and it's not gonna be the same effect if you just show a picture you know what I mean yeah completely and lastly Lissandra we always ask the same question on the show which is if you could bottle up one personality trait that you have yourself that you could pass on to others, what would it be? I would say is to be persistent. To I'd say like I'm the kind of person that I, when I settle my mind in doing something, I never give up. Um, and I'm always like trying to find. I'm not. It's not that I am stubborn. I'm. I'm really persistent. Like I find different ways to achieve the same. Uh, object objective at the end. So I think if I can, I could pass this on to other people. Uh, would be like just don't give up. Sometimes things looks very hard. Looks that there's no solution, but that's definitely something. You just have to be patient and keep trying. That's a brilliant answer, Lissandra. What a beautiful way of ending the show. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for sharing your story and insight. Thank you very much for having me. I had a lot of fun.